Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for family-first entrepreneurs building profitable and progressive businesses. If we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Meg Brunson, and my pronouns are she, her. Before we get started, I want to remind you that this podcast episode isn't going to change a thing in your business unless you take action. And the best way to follow through is by joining us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. It's where we work, win, celebrate, and grow together. Head over to familypreneur.co to join us today. All right, let's do this. Hey, hey, familypreneurs. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. Today, I'm very excited to be chatting with Jordan Gill. Jordan is a seven-figure business strategist whose mission is for high-achieving business owners to prioritize rest. How beautiful without sacrificing revenue. She's helped over 400 coaches and consultants work with clients only four days a month, four days a month with VIP days. So when she's not spreading the gospel of VIP days, she's working on one of her thousand piece jigsaw puzzles or traveling the world with her husband and bonus son. I feel like we could talk about travel as a whole other podcast episode too. So Jordan, thank you so much for being here today. I am super psyched to be able to chat with you and to share this conversation with all of our listeners. Yeah, it's going to be super, super great. I think, uh, again, VIP days for me are so much more than, you know, the, the premium pricing that comes with it. It really is um, putting your life and your family first, because for me, that's top of my list for any business opportunity I'm going to I'm gonna move forward with. Awesome. And that's obviously a very big value that my listeners have as well. So let's kind of start at the very beginning. Um, can you define what a VIP day is? Yes. Uh, so how we define VIP days is they are a four-figure offering, meaning that they start at $1,000. Um, so they're premium priced. Uh, and they last between three and eight hours within a 24-hour period of time. And they lead your client through uh, a transformation or process or method of some sort. So um, what some people have maybe heard before this is, oh, you can do a strategy session for an hour or a pick your brain or something like that. Um, and that's not quite the same thing as a VIP day. A VIP day really is like a yellow brick road journey that you're taking your clients on to an end result, whether that is launch strategy, whether that is building a website in a day, whether that is coaching somebody through their, you know, post-pregnancy like plan for, for their family, whatever that is for you, it's definitely got to have a beginning and an end. So, um, that's like really core to what a VIP day is and the types of buyers that are going to be coming to you like VIP day clients. So that's how I would define VIP days. And what type of businesses are best suited? Like, is this for service providers only, or are there some like surprise ways that other business types could incorporate this into their? Yeah. You know, like it's been interesting because, you know, I had a, when I started really teaching this, I did have 
like service providers, even some coaches, stuff like that. And then it's been really wild <laughs> in two years uh, to see how expansive VIPAs really are. We've had doulas, we've had wedding planners, we've had anxiety coaches, we've had marital coaches, we've had all sorts of folks who are raising their hands and are like, I want to do VIP days. And I'm like, okay, let's sit down and like, think about this, <laughs> you know, cause I, uh, I, as much as I love VIP days, I also want to be very practical. Um, but, uh, it's been really cool to see, especially really traditional areas of business, like, or areas of, um, interest, like wedding planning. You wouldn't think that wedding planning could be done in a day, uh, but it has been, and that's been so cool. And it's a way to, to have a innovative offer in a really traditional industry, um, which again, just really allows you to stand out in the sea of samesies. But I would say, generally speaking, I would say most service providers, coaches, consultants is like the easiest yes for a VIP day. Uh, and if you're outside of that, it doesn't mean that you can't do a VIP day. However, you just kind of have to be a little bit more creative. Is that how you, so you talked about like, what can you get done in a day? Is that how you typically start that process of what should I offer? It's, it's how much can you do in a day with a client one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, I look at it through like the lens of my like transformation spectrum, if you will. Uh, so if you picture like A to Z, if that's the full transformation you can give somebody, then you can maybe get it done in a day. Like website designers, like a full transformation would be a fully built website, right? And so you can do that as a VIP day. However, um, there's two other transformations that you can do as well. Um, one of them is A to like G on the transformation spectrum. So it's that beginning stage. So think about it like maybe it's the website strategy, could be launch strategy, could be social media strategy. It's usually a strategic nature or like an audit nature of a, a VIP day. Um, so that is the founding transformation is what I call that. And then there's also a feature transformation that is like J to P maybe J to Q on the A to Z spectrum. <laughs> and uh, that is smack dab in the middle. So think of it if you're like a social media um, uh, manager and you want to do a VIP day, but you don't want to really do the strategy. You don't really want to do the publishing and scheduling. You just want to do the creation of the assets. That would be a feature transformation because you're literally just like plugging in. Someone can come to you with a strategy, you execute it, hand them the assets, and then they go take it and run. So again, there's like the full transformation, A to Z, the founding transformation, A to J, A to H, and then feature transformation in the middle, which is J to Q. And what most people think is, oh, there's like a there's a gap at the end uh, of like Q to Z. And I would say that most people are not finishers. Um, so while you can have a finishing transformation, that's my fourth F, uh, I wouldn't say that that is as common is somebody brings you the strategy and creation of assets and then you plug it in for them. Um, that just doesn't tend to um, be who I am targeting and who's most interested in VIP days from a service perspective, as well as who's buying and who's the client. So it's there, but <laughs> most people don't uh, focus on that. That's so interesting. Most people don't finish. Um, <laughs> just is what it is. <laughs> so it sounds like we could offer more than one VIP day, right? And so yes. you could almost offer like three different VIP days, like the beginning, mm -hmm. the middle, the end. 
And then yep. people could either buy one or potentially bundle all three. Is that how you've seen totally. or recommend people do that? Yeah, I definitely, if people enjoy the full transformation, but they also like it in kind of a bite-sized-ish way, then I've definitely seen people who will take their founding transformation and put that out there as the only way people can work with them. And then once somebody works with you once, then any kind of like back end, what I call them back end VIP days that you do are a lot easier because you've literally just spent a day with somebody, you get them like it's rolling. And so anything else is going to be easier. So for example, like a copywriter will have like a sales page VIP day and that's the one and only way you can work with them. And then on the back end, they have, you can write their um, email launch sequence. You can write their Facebook ad copy in a day. You can write all sorts of stuff, but because the sales page is completed, that makes everything else much easier and much smoother. So there's definitely opportunities for upsells and ways to work with people in more than one way. Um, and it doesn't have to just be a one-time transaction. Now I'm curious, what stage of business do you recommend people be in to start running these VIP days? Could you be an emerging entrepreneur in your first one to three years? Or mm -hmm. is it more recommended that you have like one-on-one -on -one experience first that you're turning into a VIP day? Yeah. I mean, experience is helpful. I would say that kind of zero to one years for sure is like exploration. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend VIP days during that kind of exploration part of the emerging entrepreneur. But I would say that if you've got a couple years under your belt, you know, the types of clients you like working with, you know, what area you like to support folks in, then it could be a really great uh, option for you to do a VIP day. But I, I would say if you have like less than three to five clients, then it's just, I encourage folks to get the experience, not only from a skill perspective, but also from a values, expectations, boundaries perspective. And then we can kind of meld that into one and create again, the, the mega VIP day that, that fits all the things that are, are what you're wanting. I think that is a great answer. I, feel like for me, especially that boundaries piece took a while. It, it did take a while. <laughs> it took a it while took for a all while. of us, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. so I love, I love how you answered that. Now I, I yeah. want to kind of take a step back. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. Like what was your business like before you discovered VIP days? Cause clearly there's a story there before you started teaching them, right? <laughs> Totally. Right. Uh, so I started business about six years ago and I started the typical way of monthly retainers, which again, there's nothing inherently bad about monthly retainers. However, for me, they were super draining and exhausting. Um, I'm someone who struggles with three chronic illnesses and I have to be very cautious about the amount of time and energy that I'm putting into work. So when you are working, I had about I think I had four clients at the time, about five months into my business. And three out of my four clients were all launching. These were um, expectations of six-figure, mid-six-figure launch revenue. Um, so very high stakes, very stressful. Um, and I was a systems person, uh, which is a, a pretty crucial part <laughs> of, of launches. So um, yeah, September 2016 was what I call launch Mageddon. And uh, I was like, I'm never going to experience this again. I let go of two clients immediately after that and uh, kept two clients and was like, I'm going to figure this out. So I went kind of on a quest to find a different type of business model because I'm like, I like the work, 
I like the clients. I don't like the ongoing task list is what I don't like. And I don't like the project delays and I don't like the back and forth and like the slowing down. Like I'm a pretty speedy person. You get me in a room with, you know, my Starbucks coffee and some live music and I can get a lot done in very, very quick amounts of time. So uh, I learned about VIP days from a sales coach that I had hired and did a VIP day with her. And I was like hooked. I was like, can I do this for me? She's like, sure. And so you know, she's like, well, how much do you want to charge for it? And, you know, I guess being a naive, how old was I? 26. Um, I was just like, Oh, like, it'd be so fun. If like I could charge the same for my 40 hour a month package for my four hour package, which uh, was 3,500. She was like, okay. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I guess I said it out loud. So I have to try it. Um, So here we go. Accountability. And uh, within about a month, I sold my first one. And that's when I was like, I know this is the path for me. I know that I like want to make this work and I'm committed to making this work. And yeah, from there, I was bit by the VIP day bug and haven't looked back. (laughs) So do you have any retainer clients right now or are you totally VIP day? I've been retainer free since early 2017. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. And I feel like that's its own testimonial, yeah. right, to, to what's possible for this, especially because if I do my math right, that's like six months from when you had that launch again and yeah. you were completely free of clients. So that's an incredible turnaround right now. I feel like for me, the first time I was introduced to the concept of VIP days, yeah. it was a coach I had who um, offered them like at a hotel right? Like a, you went, you went to like a hotel, like an in-person thing. This was all pre COVID. So I'd like to hear a little bit about like in-person versus virtual and maybe what some of the options are that that might be able to look like. So now too, on the other side of COVID, part of me is like, I'd love to do some of those in-person hotel VIP days, but I don't even know where to (laughs) get started with that. So. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. There's, you know, Again, I, I recognize my own bias, so y'all gonna be like, okay, she's sipping on her own Kool-Aid. Yes, I am. Um, so VIP days truly are one of the most flexible offers out there. And the reason for that is um they are they they're a mixture of a few things. Number one, people love speed and they will pay more money for speed. That's not something I made up. That's not something that like you know, is floating out there. It's literally every industry you can see that in. So when it comes to services and things like that, there are always people who are going to want whatever result it is that you're offering faster. That's a fact pretty much. I have yet to like meet a service yet that, that doesn't have something that people would want faster. So, you know, it's because VIP days have that kind of draw one they're called vip days so they sound very elusive and and behind the scenesy like not everyone can get them uh type of a vibe but also they play on the fact that people will pay more money for quicker results so you can do them in person absolutely i've done vip day weekends in person they're super fun uh, also pre-covid and uh, you know for me i'm a pretty chill person like i'm not 
you know, I have my like few really cute outfits in my closet, but generally speaking, you're going to catch me in a t-shirt and some sweatpants and call it a day. Uh, and so what was cool is like for my VIP days, like, you know, I put them up in, in uh, my favorite hotel, which is this like 1920s vibe, like great Gatsby situation. Um, and whatnot, but we get to like curate their menu. And yes, we're like building systems, which sounds bland to most people, but we do it in really awesome high vibe locations that kind of bring an energy to it that you can't necessarily get in, in virtual. However, I've definitely done more virtual VIP days than in person, mainly because one, they tend to have higher profit margins because you aren't having to for me, I, I covered a lot of things of my clients, like their hotel, their food, like all that stuff. Um, but with virtual, you know, you just have a Zoom meeting that I'm already, I'm already paying for Zoom. <laughs> um, and, you know, some contract software. And I do pay like for like a DoorDash gift card for lunch or things like that. So from a like money standpoint, if you're just getting off the ground, I would say, go virtual first and get some under your belt. And then if you want to bring it in out or um, in person, then you definitely can, whether that's you travel to them or they travel to you. I've done both. Um, Cause some people work on desktops, which still like, I love a good desktop. I have my own, but also <laughs> how are we not working in the cloud? That's okay. Uh, so, you know, I, I ended up traveling to them, but um, so those are, kind of two ways like that you can think of the the space and environment but also you can think of it as do I want to even be on the call with the client the entire time right so I get a lot of introverts who are like I'm down for the VIPA like do I got to talk to somebody and be available for like six seven hours and the answer is no uh that there's plenty of ways that you can structure your VIP day to be supportive of your energy capacity, which again, if you're like zero people in, please, I know people who um, do website development all back end or who do copywriting all behind the scenes or different things, you know, even systems work, stuff like that. And you, know, you just do it in your own space and then you, you know, give over the deliverable. Um, some people I've seen add like a kickoff call at the beginning or a follow-up call at the end. Um, so again, if you are somebody who wants to be in your own energy and your own flow versus talking to a client the entire time, there's absolutely ways that you can create that for VIP days. I love that. I love that you could potentially, it's really just giving your client the whole day of your time, but your time doesn't have to be on a camera. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I feel like we we're getting close to like talking about this issue a little bit with families, right? So you're talking about balancing your time, maintaining your energy. Like the other issue is a lot of our listeners are parents. So we've got kids running around and how exactly <laughs> does that work? Like, does that mean I have to get a babysitter for the day? Right. So again, it, it's uh, it depends your own, um, your own cup of tea. However, where I've seen people, especially I, I started my program literally the month of the pandemic, like the world shutting down. So I've only helped people with VIP days during like really intense <laughs> um, situations. And again, when you have monthly retainer or ongoing work and you're, you know, you have a partner, you've got kiddos, like to be able to cover and have 
the, the support a lot of times that you need in order to focus on the work that you're doing can be really difficult for ongoing work because you're every day having to juggle with your partner who's going to watch the kids, who's going to take care of this, who's going to go get this, et cetera. And what's been super awesome to see is it's much easier to ask your partner, hey, I need these two days this month for you to be on. And then again, the rest of the month is is light sales and marketing, and then you don't have to work the rest of the days as well. And so I found that to be really uh, helpful for, again, busy families, for caregivers, because you're able to, it's a lot easier to block two days than it is hours every single day um, and, and whatnot. So it's allowed for a lot more freedom. It's allowed for people to really put their life first um, before their business, again, which is a big thing for me. So I found that in comparison to a lot of other offerings, this is a nice solopreneur business too. Like you don't have to have a team if you don't want to. Um, I did not have a team for the majority of, of my years in business. So for me, it allowed me to be as flexible and like freedom oriented as possible. Um, so that you can be there for your kids the majority of the month if you want to, or be there for your spouse or parents or grandparents or, you know, whoever's needing you at that, at that time. Cause that's, <clears throat> that's why a lot of us get into business, right? We're like, we want to be available for life. <laughs> and then we end up creating these like life sucking monsters of a business that just drain us. And again, it lasts, I lasted five, five months. I was like, mm, <laughs> not here for this. And, and at that time I, I didn't have any, um, I didn't have my husband or bonus son, but I just knew that like, this was not going to be sustainable for me. This is not what I want when I do meet my husband and potential future children. So I knew that things had to look differently and you can make a really great income. You can make five figures a month, six figures a year working four to six days a month, truly like, and I know that because I did that <laughs> and several of my clients have done that. So it's really, um, again, about what are your values, which I know Meg is big on. Like, what are your values? And if your business is not aligned with those, then it is your duty to take a look in the mirror and say, how can I change this? How can I pivot to make sure that this is in alignment? And what is it that I'm tolerating about my current business that isn't serving me, truly? So I think that it can be tough because we a lot of us, again, uh, put our identities in our business. And so then, you know, if we say, oh, like I built this business and now like, what does that say about me? Cause I had that definitely. It was like, how could I be upset about my business when I'm the one who built it? Like I'm the one who did this to myself. Um, and that's hard. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I've, I've done plenty of shame spirals around it, but I, so I recognize that it's a tough conversation and a tough, honest conversation to have with yourself, but it is so worth it. If you're not feeling like your business model or offers are truly aligned with who you are and how you want to show up. Um, cause otherwise it's not sustainable and I want y'all to be in business for as long as you want to be in business. So <laughs> that's, that's how that goes. <laughs> it down because I feel like when when you think about getting somebody getting childcare for a full day it feels overwhelming until you think about the fact that it's only one day versus a couple hours every single day 
Okay. So I'm curious, you mentioned four to six days a month. How do you typically, you and your business or recommend schedule those? Do you recommend like one a week or do you actually try to like bundle them to, to knock them all out of the way in one week? Yeah. So there's, there's two interesting ways that you can do it. I've done both and both have their pros and cons um, or whatever. But um, one is doing one a week. Um, usually uh, what I would do is I would spend one or two days every week in like a marketing and sales capacity, whether it was taking sales calls, doing a guest podcast, whatever the case is. And then one day actually delivering on a VIP day. And my VIP day delivery days were Thursdays. So that then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I had four day weekends every weekend. Um, and it was super great. Um, and so again, you're putting a lot of work and, and, um, and energy into those VIP days. So definitely allow yourself to flow into some sort of rest period, however long, uh, for sure. There's another way I do it, um, which is around like cycle mapping. Um, so this is for women or people who menstruate. So you can also do it, I guess, around lunar cycles as well. But um, what that is, is again, there's um, a, a cycle or a process or method that our body goes through where we have high energy days and we have low energy days. And so instead of fighting my own body and being like, I don't feel great. I don't want to talk to anyone. Give me some chocolate. Instead of putting a VIP day during that time, I'm going to put it toward a time that I have energy based on my cycle. So I will around again, the second weekish of my cycle, that's, that would be when I put all of my VIP days um, or two VIP days on the second week and two on the third. So that way, again, I've got the highest energy, like the best um, shot at doing a really excellent job for my clients. And so you can do it that way too, if that like suits you better. Oh, I love that answer. And we actually have a podcast episode called um, Periods of Productivity, where we had an expert come in. Awesome. Uh, I don't, I'm going to get her title wrong, but like a menstruation expert, right? Like a, yeah. And talked about what you should be doing when. So I feel like I'll link to that in the show notes if somebody Definitely. wants to go back and listen and then kind of mesh it up with, with Jordan's advice there. Now, yeah, yeah. when we were talking about um, trans going from like retainer clients to VIP days, the other thing that comes on my mind is, yeah. does it become more marketing work? Because with retainer clients, you know, you've got them paying you month after month. But with VIP days, it would seem that you were constantly on the hunt for more people who need VIP days. So how does that kind of balance and play out? Yes, this is one of my favorite questions that I'm going to try to um <laughs> not go on a full rant about uh <laughs> oh goody <laughs> right so this is one of those that i just i love to go in on this topic so um yes you do have to market more with vip days than you do monthly retainers not shy about that when it comes to monthly retainers and where i uh get a little bit mama bearish is this false sense of security that monthly retainers give people. And I say false sense because many, 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 many of our clients have come in with retainer clients, expecting that that is going to be a lifeblood for their business while they're moving into other things. And then one, two, and even a few people, three clients leave within a month or two of each other. And then what happens is when you are in a monthly retainer, kind of business model is that you 
don't do any marketing. So then when you, you know, a, a client leaves or two clients leave, you are having to start at baseline marketing and it is going to take you exponentially more time to recoup that revenue because you literally have not focused on marketing at all. And it is unfortunate that that happens. And so what I found with VIP days is yes, you do have to market more. However, it is a more harmonious marketing delivery ratio. So that way, if a VIP day client bounces or, you know, whatever, you're still, you've been marketing and you've been connecting with referral partners and you've been getting out there. So the likelihood of recouping a VIP day client is much higher and faster than recouping a, a monthly retainer client. And this is not to say you can't have monthly retainers and whatever else. We have plenty of people who do. Um, it, you just have to be very cognizant of, again, don't get too comfortable of thinking that this money is going to be there endlessly because contracts do cancel. Um, so that's my, um, <laughs> my two cents on the, on the matter is I don't like the, the false sense of security sometimes that people can fall into when it comes to monthly retainers. Um, because again, you know, it's, it's, um, nothing is, nothing is secure. I'm not even saying that, that VIP days are super secure either with entrepreneurship, the, the like thread amongst all the business offers is nothing is secure. Nothing is certain. Um, if you want certain, you go get a job kind of right with an asterisk. So, <laughs> you know, it's um, people are seeking this certainty that isn't really a part of entrepreneurship. <laughs> um, so it's, it's tricky, but uh, that's my two cents. No, and you referred to it with your asterisk, but even a nine to five job is, I mean, I've got a whole story about right. my mom and her husband who both lost their jobs for totally different, unpredictable, wow. not performance related issues yeah, like in the same month. And so totally, I think that security is multiple revenue streams off my soapbox. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also agree. <laughs> okay. But no, I love how you broke that down. And I think you're so right. As somebody, I still do have monthly retainer clients. Um, and I've been in predicaments where it's like, oh, they just unexpectedly canceled. And it doesn't mean you're not doing a good job. It, totally. It could be. I mean, we're entering a recession, right? I'm not an economics person, but right. that's been all over the internet. So yeah, um, those are all things we, we have to be aware of. But I love how you broke that down. I think it makes a lot of sense that when you're constantly filling your buckets, you're going to be marketing in more what I'm looking for more consistently, more sustainably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and that will serve you better in the long run. So I, I love, love, love that answer. Now yeah. I want to wrap things up. Yeah. I want to make sure we talk about this upcoming summit. So I am, I will dive deeper into how I actually run my VIP experience at the summit. I'm not going to talk about it now. Top secret. You'll have to go to the yeah. summit to find out. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about that. So give me all the, the summit promotional information. Yes. So this will be our sixth virtual conference. Um, we started doing them June, 2020, uh, and we've done two a year since then. And, uh, it's going down September 5th and 6th this year. And it's pretty much for anybody who is already doing VIP days or is VIP day curious, as I like to, to state it, because you're going to meet 
again, our past events have been about 700, 800-ish attendees. Um, we're probably looking at about 1,000 um, with our current numbers right now. And so it's really the only place that like a bunch of VIP day people gather together and connect and share. And I mean, people are getting referral partners, clients, collaborations, like personal insights, business insights. It's really, um, it's pretty top notch if I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, if I can just <laughs> toot my own horn, but some really interesting topics that we're going to be diving into because I'm a very deep uh, topic kind of person. I don't, I'm not really good at, at shallow conversation, uh, but some really deep conversations we're going to have is this, um, how over delivery isn't serving you um, and how to create a thought leadership marketing strategy um, and amongst other, other things as well. And, and, uh, our other marketing one is around alignment is the assignment. So again, we're not interested in you just doing certain marketing strategies because they're cool or whatever, like do what's going to feel good to you because then that's going to be exuded from your energy when you're present in it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And like Meg said, she gets to be a part of it this year, which I'm so excited and honored about. So come and hear about her VIP days and what she does and what they're all about. Because um, again, you'll hear a variety of them. Um, but again, if you want to hear Meg's specifically, you got to come. So join us. <laughs> and I know you brought up like my values. I am very value oriented and I love, like, I feel like if I had like a seal of approval, you'd be one of the first businesses that would get it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's so sweet. My audience it. is diverse and yeah. they need to know, like, I'm, I'm very careful to only promote other diverse businesses, but I just want to say, like, I love the intake form really good, like really clear about inclusive language and, and respecting all people. And so you deserve a little prop for that. Now you also, I'll put the link. Um, I have an affiliate link. I'll put the link in the show notes and all the places. If you're interested in that summit, um, you should be, you should be there. I'm going to be there. Um, you should definitely be there. And I want to make sure we talk about your VIP day roadmap too. Yes. Oh yes. So if you're like, okay, like I'm going to sign up and it's going to be a couple weeks or whatever the case is, um, then definitely check out our roadmap, <clears throat> which is where we share the nine successful parts of a VIP day. And so it just gives you a really good overview of truly what is a part of offering VIP days. And we also slide in the three big mistakes that we see a lot of people typically do. Um, because again, we just want to kind of guide, right? There's a lot of flexibility, but we also, there are some things that we've seen affect the results of a successful VIP day. So, um, so yeah, that is also available in a link, I'm sure somewhere around here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, put, I'll put it in the show notes, but I have it. It's systemsaveme.com slash roadmap for that one. So I think Perfect. that's great because it'll give you something to chew on as you prepare, as you wait for yeah. the summit, start to get your head in like, like VIP day mode. So when the yeah. summit hits, Two days sounds super palatable and manageable, but we all know it's going to be jam packed full of value and it can, it's going to, it's going to be a lot. So prepare yourself and get excited and make sure you let me know if you're going so that I can look for you. Um, and maybe we can even talk about it afterwards, share some of our takeaways. 
So Jordan, thank you so, so much for being here today. I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and learn more about your VIP day best practices and share that with all of our listeners and viewers. So thank you so much. Yes. Thanks so much for having me, Meg. And thanks y'all for listening. All right. That is it for this episode of Familypreneur. Join us inside of the Familypreneur Business Accelerator to follow through on the action steps from this episode alongside an incredibly supportive community. Plus, access our robust training vault and a variety of exclusive monthly virtual events, including co-working, happy hours, and bonus training sessions. Head over to familypreneur.co and join us today. Until next time, I'll see you over in the Familypreneur Business Accelerator. Bye for now.